You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Hi, I'm Josh Paul. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. You are going to be glad that you did. We're talking about mountain moving prayers, and this is part three of the series that we're doing on mountain moving prayers. And we're going to start right into the Word of God. I want you to go over to 1 Kings 18. That's where we're going to be today. And man, God is awesome. He's so much bigger than we could ever think or ask. The Bible says that's His words, not mine. And so, but I've seen it in action. I've seen the miraculous. I've seen God move. It's too late. You can't talk me out of it now. I have seen the hand of the Lord that was on my side that I knew I wouldn't have made it through if it wasn't for him. It's too late. You can't convince me otherwise. And so, you know, bring what may. I don't care. I'm walking with the Lord. So get your Bible. We're going to 1 Kings in 18. It says, And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. There was a big drought back then. Y'all know the story, man. Elijah was on the run. Um, uh, Jezebel was after him. And we know the whole thing about, you know, Jezebel's spirit and all this stuff. And But hey, you know what? That's a real thing. And I want to talk about that for a second today because um, praying big, bold prayers that God hears and answers, it's got to start with a clean heart. And um, I want to talk about Jezebel today because, uh, you know, a lot of times people dealing with the Jezebel spirit don't even know that they're operating in it. You know, and most of the time they're, they're actually working and operating from a spirit of fear, from a spirit of brokenness from their childhood, something of trauma that was back in their past. And these people, that's why they're trying to hold on to uh, manipulation. They're trying to hold on to, to control because their lives are out of control. And so they can't control themselves. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to control other people. And so you've got to watch out. And so I've always heard it said bad, you know, um, but I never hear any teaching about healing for the Jezebel spirit. We need to bring healing to these. We don't need to just cast it out of our church. We need to bring healing to these people that are having to deal with the spirit because there's brokenness involved. There's pain involved. There's there's uh, abandonment involved in this. And so people that are operating out of that spirit, um, yeah, it's, it's not a good one to be. And we do have to cast that spirit out, but not the person. We can't keep casting the people out. So um, I'm going to go back over here. It says, so Elijah went to present himself to Ahab and uh, there was a severe famine in Samaria and Ahab had called to Obadiah and um, you know they, they went through the whole thing and then but what I really want to get over here is to um, this is my favorite part of the, one of my favorite parts of the Bible I think they're about all my favorite but I tell you what man God is good and um, he can do whatever he needs to do and they had all these prophets of Baal and Elijah felt like he was all alone but you know what he wasn't alone God had put back others. And so if you feel like you're alone today, you're not. God is with you. He's got others. You you feel like you're in this position by yourself. You feel like you're carrying all the weight. You feel like it's just you. But that is a lie from Satan. That is a lie from the devil. That is a lie of that Jezebel spirit that would love to have you believe that you're not going to make it, that you're not going to be enough, that, hey, I'm getting ready to take you out. But here's what I say to that. Psalm 118.17 says, I will not die, but live and declare the good works of the Lord. Man, I will not be overtaken. 
overtaken by a spirit of fear because that is not what I received. And I was looking at that the other day and I read back. You got to get things into context. They were talking about when the spirit of the Lord fell upon them. They were reminding them of the day when it came. And he said, here's what we've received. We've received the spirit of God. And then that's the verse when it says, we have not received a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love and a sound mind, a clear mind, a calm mind full of His goodness and His peace. So that is what He is calling you to today. And uh, then it, it goes down in here, and I love what Elijah tells him to do, because he has such, man, he has such confidence in God. He knows that God is sh- going to show up when he prays. He has such confidence that God is going to show up. So he tells these people to, to get the altar ready, build the altar, put the wood on it, get the, the offerings. And he says, you know what? Pour water on it. Then he says, you know what? Pour water on it for a second time. And then he goes back and he says, pour water on it for a third time. He says, I want you to know that the Lord has showed up here in this place today. There's going to be no doubt after what takes place right here when he sends this fire down from heaven. There's going to be no doubt that the word of the Lord has showed up. And that, my friend, is what I want your prayers to be like. That is how I want God to show up in every single situation with the fire of the Lord just coming down and raining down and burning up everything that's not of Him. And see, we've got to get rid of all this junk in the trunk and all this stuff we carry around and all the lies and all the backbiting and all the uh, the underlying layers of strife we have in our life. And we'll smile at your face, but we'll talk about you behind your back. We've got to let the Lord fall on this stuff and burn it up. There is no more room for it, church. He's coming back. And he's coming back for a church without spot or blemish. It's time to get your house in order. And I want you to pray big, bold prayers. I want heaven to, to, to fall with fire and burn up these things when you mention the name of Jesus. This is all Bible. I'm not, this is not my stories. This is God wanting you to know that when you open your mouth, you have got power in the name of Jesus. That's a bomb going off in the atmosphere. This is part three of Praying Bold Prayers. I've got to go, but we'll be back in just a moment. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day, you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. All right, we are back and we're talking about praying big, bold, mountain moving prayers, man. And I believe that's us what God wants to do with you. And so over here in Philippians 4 and 5, listen to this. It says, rejoice in the Lord always, not just when we feel like it, not just, you know, on on the good days, but always, man. It says, again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. And listen to this. It says, be anxious for what? For nothing. It says, but in everything, by What's that word? Prayer. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses, it surpasses all understanding. I love that. And gosh, we're on the road for thousands of miles every year. And I use that scripture right there about everywhere I go because the peace of God surpasses 
all understand. And I like to think about it like this. You know, you know, you can go out in your uh, backyard at night if you live in the country and you can just lay down on the grass and look at the stars and you'll see thousands, if not millions of stars. And then you'll blink and you'll see like a million more. You know how they kind of come and go in and out? I don't know. Maybe that's my eyes. I don't know. But that surpasses my understanding. I can't wrap my mind around how many stars are out there about how we're at least 200,000 miles from the moon and how God just orchestrated this whole thing. It surpasses my understanding. It's above my pay grade. It's above my understanding level. I'll never be able to understand it. I always say, though, when I do leave the earth, I hope I get to take a tour of the galaxies on my way to heaven. I think that would be so cool. God has just formed this whole magnificent, just big thing that just works together, man. It's beautiful. And so this, this is what it's saying. With the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. You're not supposed to know how you have peace in the middle of a storm. You're not, you're not supposed to care how you have peace when the middle of all hell breaks loose. All I know is I start my day in one place, on the ground before the Lord. And that is where you get that peace that surpasses all understanding. And it says, and guess what else? It's going to guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Now over here in 1 John 5, 14, it says, now this is the confidence, and I love that word. This is the confidence. What does that word mean? It says, I can trust in, I can rely on, I, I can rest in Him. I have that confidence. This is the confidence that we have in Jesus, in Him, that if we ask anything, that, <laughs> that word keeps coming up in it, don't it? Anything. I love in the Bible where it says anythings and whosoevers, because I know I'm a partaker in that. He says, if you ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know, we know it, that we will have the petitions of what we have asked him. So there you go, man, start praying bold prayers. Start praying for your communities to come together as one. Start praying for fire to fall down from heaven on every situation. Start praying for people to get up out of wheelchairs. Start praying. Man, I'm ready to see some faith in the earth. That's what the Bible says. He says, I'm searching to, I'm searching fro. I'm looking for anybody. Is there anybody out there who's got just a little bit of faith? You know what God can work with? A mustard seed. It says, the we talked about this a few weeks ago, with that mustard seed of faith, it grows up to be the thing that uh, the birds can even make their home in. Make your prayer so big that it becomes something where other people, even the homeless, they can go make a home there because you had faith to step out and build a homeless shelter. You had faith to step out and you know, build this ministry over here, or start this business so you can fund the kingdom of God or, or, or write that book he's telling you to write. Or man, whatever it is God is telling you, yes, you, to step out into that you would be able to say, you know what? On my own, I know I can't do this. On my own, I know that I'm nothing. Without Him, I'm nothing. But with Him and with this word right here, I will make it in the name of Jesus. And I will see all. The Bible says in that one verse, it says, you will recover all. You're going to see all that God has for you. I believe it. I declare it over your life right now in the name of Jesus. You will be around here to see the promise of God come forth in your life. Man, that's a lie of the enemy. He's trying to get you off track. He's trying to shine this thing over here to get you off track. And But don't you dare do it because the promise of God is yes and amen. He's trying to get, listen to this over here. 
this is where we've really got to get with this. And um, I know I'm jumping around a lot, but this is all going to piece together because praying bold prayers, it, it's got to be this piece over here. and It's got to be this piece because we've got to forgive and love our neighbor. We've got to have faith in God that he is who he says he is and that we've seen him work before and we know he'll do it again. We know God will move. And then listen to this. It says, and whenever you stand praying, I know some of y'all are going to flip that channel right now, but stay with me. It says, if you have anything against anyone, there's those words, anything, anything against anyone. Let me tell you this. I was sitting in a um Elaine was here. She's here in the studio with us here today. And uh, Valerie, too, actually, they were both there. But, you know, I was sitting in this uh, in this service one night and this guy named uh, Jonathan Willard was talking about honoring people, man. And um, it was that night that I realized I had my something in my heart against somebody. I had to get with that person right after service. And I had to say, look, I've dishonored you. I haven't treated you right in Christ. I haven't treated you with the love and the value and the respect that you have that comes automatic with your humanness and with your with the blood of Jesus that covers you. And I had to repent. And that's what you got to do, my friend. We've got to get past all these petty squabblings that we have. And we've got to get in unity. You know what? Because in unity, where two or more agree, that's where you see your prayers answered. My goodness, this is good stuff. I'm going to be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. More coming up in just a moment. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. To find out more about Appalachian Missions or to sponsor an Appalachian child, visit anchorridge.org. Now, here's Josh. My friend, we are back, and this teaching is so powerful. I hope you're letting it get deep down on the inside of you. Um, I want to read you this. This is from a book that I wrote called Closer to the Father. This is a 21-day prayer devotional, but I want to read this to you because it's so good. It's going right along with what we're talking about today, man. You got to get yourself out of the way. It can't be about you anymore. When you choose, the, just like that song says, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. You can't turn back. That's why the rearview mirror is so much smaller than the windshield. You got to keep going forward. Let go of all that stuff, all the stories I just told you about. You know, I was talking to them um, about even how yesterday I had to repent because the human me, sometimes it's so you know, we're all just so human and we all kind of get wrapped up in this stuff, but we have to forgive, forget and move on. And I like what Valerie just said. Um, she's the, she runs the production here in the studio and she was like, you know, Josh, God has a bigger mop than any mess that you can make. And I love that. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. But um, so over in Luke nine, it says, then he said unto all of them, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me, Jesus says, and this is today's prayer. I want you to pray this with me because this is uh, this is going to help you to pray bold prayers, mountain moving prayers, sea parting prayers, man, come up out of that tomb, Lazarus kind of prayers. Pray this with me. We've got to get ourselves out of the way. We've got to take up our cross and follow him. It says, Father, I come before you and I bow my life before your throne, giving you full access to every part of me, my heart mind, body, soul, spirit, and my strength, my will, my emotions, my time, my love, my finances, they're all in your control. I pray that you would empty me of selfish pride. I don't want anything getting in the way of my relationship with you. I will put no other gods before you. 
I will not put myself before you. I will lift your statutes above my plans, for I am not my own. Rid me, God, of any vain ambition, any foolish thing that may try to steal my attention from what really matters, which is you. Help me to walk in love, knowing that love is not an emotion, but a choice I make every moment. Help me to love people the way that you loved me, so unconditionally, so purely, and without them having to earn it from me. Help me to offer love in every situation. Help me to shut my mouth and rid my life of gossip, for I know it is poison that steals my joy. Help me to always give others the better seat, to give the advantage to others, knowing I have my place and all I need is in you. Help me to be someone who sees the very best in every single person and also the person that calls that out in them with encouragement and an uplifting. Help me to love myself to say no to the things that I need to say no to. Help me to love myself in a way that causes me to be healthy in mind, body, soul, and spirit to better serve you, God. Help me to take leaps of radical faith, the kind that remove me from my comfort zone and place me in the area where all my trust is in entirely in you. Help me to love myself in a way that I will not let people walk all over me. I have the king of the universe living in me. I am not a doormat, but I do not walk all over others either. Help me to serve you with my best self, no matter what's going on in my life. I love you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And today's thought of the day, it has one for every day. It says, I will be a person who sees the very best in everyone and who speaks life over each one of them. Every person has gold hidden in them. I will find it. I'll call it forth so they can shine too. Man, that's good stuff, isn't it? Go go to the phone right now. For a gift of any amount, you can get this book, Closer to the Father. This is a 21-day adventure and a journey, a prayer devotional and a fasting journal. This is going to really help you in your prayer life. Just get down before the Lord and say, Lord, empty me of me and fill me with you. Call that number. It's one 800 722-8714. And when you do, you can just tell the operator that uh, you can give a gift of any amount. Maybe you you don't have a dollar to your name. Uh, maybe you can just give a dollar. Maybe you can give 10. Maybe you can give $1,000. I don't know. But every penny will be used to spread the gospel around the world and right here in the Appalachian Mountain. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.